Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 1, Episode 6, titled Imprisoned. Holy crap, this is easily, without a doubt in my mind, the best episode we have discussed so far. In fact, it's quite possibly one of my favorite episodes of this first season. It's so brilliant. It's absolutely extraordinary, and I love everything about it. So, first off, to get a, get more, to get a more general praise out of the way, uh, I love the characters of Haru and Tyro, Haru's father. They are both so well done. They are absolutely fantastic. Uh, They did a great job writing them to be strong yet filled with hopelessness. Because, like, neither one of them really feels that they have any chance fighting the Fire Nation in this horrific, horrific practice they've gone into of abducting Earthbenders and putting them on this metal rig in the middle of nowhere. But they both have this tremendous, for lack of a better word, fire within them. Like, even when Haru is out at the beginning of the episode, when Haru is free at the beginning of the episode, he's not allowed to earthbend, but he still does it. He still does earthbending in secret, because it is the only way he can keep close to his father. And he's legitimately angry about the state of things. And then he gets to the prison and he's just happy to see his father again. Meanwhile, his father, Tyro, is just defeated. They are really, really well done characters who technically are one-offs, but we see a little more of them in future seasons. Talk more about that later on. Uh, They're very, very compelling. I love them. And as long as we're talking about character, this is really a Katara episode. This is very much 100% a Katara-driven episode. Because this episode really does a lot to flesh her out. Monumentally so. We get some of her background in this episode. We get to see, we get to hear some of her origin story almost 
uh, surrounding specifically her necklace. We find out that her necklace that she always wears was her mother's. Her mother gave it to her before she died. And apparently, she was killed in a Fire Nation raid, which... Yeah! We'll get into more of that later. It's rough. <laughs> That's real, real rough. And it's... Like, that whole scene where she's telling this story to Haru. It's so soul-crushing. It's really, really beautiful and painful at the same time. It's just a magnificent, magnificent scene of going through Katara's relationship to her mother. And I love the exchange of dialogue of Katara saying, this necklace is all I have left of her, and Haru being like, but it's not enough, is it? Like, that exchange of dialogue says so much. Uh, this village in general, that we explore a lot in the first, third, first half, rather, of the episode, I love how they paint this village as just this hopeless place that's just crawling around with firebenders and they're collecting taxes like basically the fire nation has become the mob pretty much that's what this is that's what this first half is of the fire nation basically being the mob and it's really really fantastic and you get this sense of despair among the villagers and then you have that whole scene at the mine where Haru does some earthbending to free that old man. And that old man becomes a dick and turns Haru in. I hate that guy. I hate that guy so much. Screw you, asshole. This dude saved your life and you're going to turn him in? What a douchebag! You're the worst! <laughs> You're the worst person! God! What is wrong with you? Anyway, you have that. And Haru is captured. Katara has this freak out of it being her fault. And then she... <laughs> Is like, well, gotta get a Haru. I'm gonna get arrested for earthbending. That's what she immediately jumps to. And then Sokka, Aang, and Katara put on this fake earthbending show, which is so hilarious <laughs> in how intentionally poorly acted it is. <laughs> and how absurd it is that the firebender people who captured her bought into it at all. Like, oh, they just stand around insulting each other. And then Katara acts like she's lifting a rock. But really, it's Aang shooting some air through a vent. <laughs> and the insults that they sling at each other 
Oh my gosh, it's so great. <laughs> I bet elephants gather together and make fun of your ears. <laughs> and you can tell Sokka's just taking this to heart. Like, um, this is an act, right? <laughs> just a poorly acted exchange. And then... Momo happens to be under the rock just in his arms up in the air and has the rocks lifting up and Fire Nation are like the lemur he's earthbending <laughs> no you idiot it's the girl <laughs> what a moron what a goddamn idiot and then they get to the rig this giant metal monstrosity with a warden voiced by George Takei which is kind of weird and also kind of awesome <laughs> and every line out of his mouth is pure gold and you immediately have this crushing sense of just oh my god there's a very good reason why no earthbending is allowed in that village. Uh, this is hell. This is the worst place on earth. It's just so glum and dark and muted and just... God, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Uh, but Katara goes into the prison. She talks to Tyro. And he's like, yeah, there's no escape plan. It's literally hopeless. We cannot get out of here. And then Katara gets up and makes that massively inspirational speech. It's so freaking glorious. But then, like, here's the thing. A lesser series would have had her do that speech and immediately everyone's on board. Like, yeah, let's do this. Let's take out the Fire Nation. But this show is so freaking brilliant because they have the balls to have Katara's speech not work. Katara's speech does not work at all. The Earthbender's just like, who's this idiot? Shut her up. And they just go back to their meaningless, hopeless existences. It's a really effective moment. It's a really brilliant, really subversive, very effective moment. And I love how George Takei Warden just is looking down throughout the duration of her speech. And then the second, like a two seconds go by and the Warden just walks away like, yeah, this is nothing to worry about. And then 12 hours are up. Aang and Sokka come over on Appa and they're like, okay, Katara, where's Haru? We gotta get out of here. And Katara's like, no, I'm not leaving these people. I'm gonna help them get out of here. Which is such a monumental establishment setting for Katara's character. Immediately. Immediately, this is a turning point. That's the word I was looking for. That's the term I was looking for, and I couldn't figure it out before. Now I have figured it out. This is a turning point for Katara's character. She is fierce and full of hope. 
and she will stop at nothing to help people in need. She sees these prisoners and immediately is overcome with this emotion of, I have to help them. I have to help them escape. I have to get them out of this hell. And she goes against both Sokka and Aang who are saying, hey, get out of here. We need to get out of here. We need to get a Rue and escape. But she goes with the hard choice. She goes with what's hard for the benefit of those around her. She has courage. She has hope. She has optimism. And that is that is keeping her here. That is driving her to help these people. It's a magnificent, magnificent moment. And you have this part where Katara, Sokka, and Aang are kind of figuring out what to do. And then Aang realizes, hey, there, it's not, there's not no earth here. They're burning coal. In other words, rock. In other words, earth. Oh, I also love before we get into the coal thing, I love the one routine, the comedy routine that the warden does with these two card with these two guards, basically. Of uh, there was a giant bison, there was a giant buffalo. Well, which was it, a buffalo or a bison? Uh, well, I don't see the difference, so it it, it doesn't really matter. It's not the point. I'll decide what the point is. And then just throws the guard overboard. (laughs) Wake the captain and search the rig. Uh, That was the captain you just threw uh, overboard, sir. Then wake up someone I haven't thrown overboard and search the rig. (laughs) It's so great. It's so freaking awesome. And then you have that Massive display of airbending with the coal. Which is so impressive. And then Katara is like, hey, there's Earth right here. Start beating these guys up. And then there's a moment of doubt where you're like, I don't know. Maybe they're not going for this. But then they go for it. Then the Earthbenders take the coal and they just F them up. And it's badass. Everything they do in this moment is badass. It's all amazing. It's all fantastic. I love it all. It's so freaking good. It's the greatest thing. It's the greatest thing ever. Like, you got people making coal shields. You got people solidifying a giant boulder of coal. You got Aang... Doing like this air funnel thing with Katara and Sokka dropping giant lumps of coal into it. You got Tyro and a couple others creating this coal platform and just sending the warden and all of his guards off the rig. It's awesome. It's the greatest thing ever. And then you have that ending, which for a moment seems all happy. But then you realize... Katara's necklace is gone. And who is it that claims the necklace? Who is it that gets the necklace off of the rig? 
Zuko. It's so good. This episode is so good. It's incredible. It is the greatest thing ever. I love this episode. And here's the best thing about it. I've been raving about this episode, saying it's the best one we've talked about yet. Not even in the top ten. In fact, if I were to rank stuff right now, I doubt if it would be in the top 15. Top 20, maybe. Not top 15, not top 10, not top 5. There are episodes coming that make this look like nothing by comparison. Oh my god. Just you wait. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. Oh, I love this show so much. This episode is like the primary example of why I love this show. It's so freaking good. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows, and can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button. On the Anchor app, I will play those on the show from time to time, if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 1, Episode 7. Talk to you then.